What it is, humble citizens of the podcast world. Welcome to The Buffer, a CKT Studios production. Today is Thursday, August 27th. Now, before we introduce ourselves and our esteemed special guest, let's do a little housekeeping. Everything we discuss topic-wise on this episode will be listed in the show notes by timestamp and will also be found in the chapter section of your favorite podcast app. So feel free to skip around to any topic that tickles your pickle. Now, if you ain't got split better to do, please rate and review us on iTunes. We dig any and all feedback. So into the show we go. My name is Erpin, and alongside me in his palatial estate is my co-host Ham. What's poppin' Ham? What's going on, man? Anything else to add? How you doing? No, no. Show? First of all, you you said a guest. This is the original co-host, not not some guest. Finally. After weeks of teasing our engorged giblets with anticipation, we are joined remotely by our special guest out of the DMV, there you fresh go, off slanging that pharmaceutical dope, the dope boy Habish himself, Benium. What's going on, man? <laughs> the king has returned. I'm doing very well, my friend. So you finally joined us, man. No, no. Three weeks into it. First of all, I just want to say that um, I love the intro, but we're not going to be famous. So I'm, all, I'm okay with everything <laughs> that goes on here. And um, I actually came up with this idea. So to say that I'm a guest is also Twice. insulting. Twice. Twice. Yeah. Let's, let's, so let's, let's just make that clear. I'm sorry, listeners. Our co-host, uh, one of our co-founders of this amazing podcast, Binyam. <laughs> there we it go. should be, it, it there should we be go. noted that uh, Binyam has a backdrop of degrees. Right. I mean, just a wall of degrees. <laughs> the right. captain of team degree. Right. Yeah. For the li- for the listeners out there, they can't see this. But obviously right. we're looking at Binyam here and uh, he's joined us remotely via video chat. And there's like two or three big degrees. Very proudly. OK, so th- just a little bit about that. So I read this thing today that said it, it was like a it was a quote that said um, this 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 Indian guy said, um, you know, the, the way to success is having degrees, especially from Harvard. And um, then Elon Musk tweeted underneath him and said, that's not true. I, didn't, I don't have a degree from Harvard, and I have a lot of people from Harvard that work for me. So <laughs> these degrees don't mean much of anything. It's, 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 it's a nice paper in the background. Um, yeah. So you, you want to get into the show? Yes, let's go ahead. Now, we know that most listeners, right, they subscribe to this and or listen to this because they want, you know, a little break, a little levity and shenanigans, right? To this cold and desolate world we live in. And I assure you, later on in the episode, we will fulfill that promise. But leading off today, a little less levity, a little less shenanigans, we're going to get into something a little more serious, right? We got to talk about another, you know, another incident, uh, incomprehensible incident involving well, a black it's citizen. Comprehensible. Yeah. Yeah. Black citizen being huh. savagely attacked by a police officer in this country, right? This is maybe the fourth, fifth, sixth high profile case in the last like three, four months, okay. right? Now, this is something that. Yet again, right, rocked a country which is still seemingly divided along racial lines, or at least it feels like that. But for a little background first, I want the listeners, Ham, you to kind of fill everyone in on what happened to Jacob Blake. So earlier in the week, there was an altercation somewhere in Wisconsin, let's say Kenosha, right? It's not clear what happened initially, but apparently there was an altercation between two different people. This Jacob fellow, he gets involved and... The pol- basically where the video picks up is he is moving away from the police. There's like three of them, by the way. There are like three police officers, 
impaling him as he makes his way around the car, gets to the driver's side door, and when he swings that door open, the cop behind him yanks his shirt, and then bang, 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 seven times. Did he have a weapon? He didn't have a weapon on him. There was a we- uh, there was a knife found under the the floor mat. It's not clear if that's why they shot him. I mean, the person just shot him. I do want to say, and this is totally besides the point, he shot him like point blank and only four out of the seven hit. But thankfully, four out of the seven hit because apparently he's critical condition. He's paralyzed from the waist down. So he looks like he's going to make it. And also, you know, I read earlier today that I didn't know this because maybe everybody was just, th- you, know, uh, you know, kind of talking about the incident itself. But like there were kids in the vehicle not only were, so the, so he has kids right one of them was celebrating their eighth birthday so he had three kids in the car so there were three of his kids all three of his kids were in the back seat of his car i'm not going to be naive here right you would think this is like the wrong moment for a cop to even think about even unloading their weapon at anybody let alone if they're innocent guilty whatever you know that guy could have had a rifle in his hand which we'll talk about in a little bit and i would hesitate if i was a cop this is the climate you cannot do something like that and yet weeks later not even i mean when was george floyd a month ago maybe june right a couple yeah, of months ago yeah. a couple months ago and just like this boom another thing happened i i think a lot of these situations police officers subconsciously are treating the person as a threat but that's the problem because they don't okay if it'd be it'd be one argument to say they subconsciously will you know prematurely attack release their weapon on a a perp right a perpetrator but it's only when it's a black perpetrator so it's you can't universally cast this this fear they have amongst all you know potential criminals or whatever what have you but but it's also a certain type of black guy too like it's it's always it's like um it's always one that you know could be uh termed maybe a little rough around the edges or whatever you would call it um younger i feel yeah yeah, or whatever younger um and i feel the reason why that is is because they feel like they can get away with it like oh this guy doesn't have any who is this guy like he's not worth anything it's like it's like a they calculate your worth and it's like have you ever seen? Have you ever? Have you ever seen an executive, a black guy with a suit? You know, because it's like they calculate your worth, like the way they calculated this. So, so the way when I watched the video, what I saw was um, they had some kind of interaction before, and then he started walking away. But the confidence that he had to walk away was scary for them. They were just like, "Oh, this guy is," you know, "it's this is scary." So, and he is young, you know, he kind of could have been perceived as someone that's rough around the edges so it's like okay well you know even if i do kill him he's not gonna do anything about it or they're not gonna do anything about it so do you think it's a calculation that they make like okay this person i I can get away with this i I think subconsciously they they there is this like you know they're not this person is of no value because uh, he is this certain type of you know guy and because of that i can get away with it i think there's a certain like subconsciously like not even like they may not even be doing the math in their head but subconsciously they do that math absolutely i think so you're right but i would tell you right now if that would have been lebron james and no one recognized it was lebron james in the same clothes the same thing would have happened it'd be difficult to not recognize six foot eight but if they didn't yeah but 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 again lebron james would be shot because he is yes intimidating that's six foot eight confidently walking away you're intimidating we understand the machinations that go on in these cops. I think we get like, I don't want to call them all racist. I don't want to say they're all like that, but we get the, the mindset of these cops it's, when it's they do what how, they do. It's right? more of a, it's more of a, how dare you have the confidence to 
feel comfortable to walk away from me like i'm i'm your master you know it's i like, don't think i don't i don't think that's under question i think we can all agree on that i think it's more the problem with the system is that it enables that type of mindset right you you've armed the police officers with that type of mindset and fear and stereotypical attitude that when the push comes to shove they can act on those beliefs right doesn't matter like why they do it uh they know they shouldn't probably but maybe it's instinctual i don't know right but still the fact that the system allows this uh, allows it in, in the sense that uh if the if charges are ever brought up they are always acquitted yeah you don't have to think twice you can think like you can be you can have anger issues you can be trigger happy uh bad pun but you can be trigger happy and not have to consider what are the consequences quote unquote but i think there's also an issue so there so there's that issue and then also i think that there's also an issue of the type of people that are becoming cops so i have you know i can't you know i've had some bad experiences with cops but i'm like I, i'm not going to sit here and say they're all bad because we do need cops like there's a lot in fact a lot of them are pretty like a majority of cops are pretty good just to let the listeners know right uh ham and benium right um because obviously you can't all tell this but uh, they're both african-american right as black as it gets yeah black as it can get from africa so when you hear their opinion know that you know they come from a place of a uh, you know legitimacy when it comes to this conversation i will say uh, on the point that benium was making as far as uh, there are a lot of good cops or whatever i always i always kind of treat these incidents as like with airline safety right you can't point to well that flight to dc landed safely most of the time it's fine if a plane crashes that's a big deal I mean, there was that company that had their Max, you know, 737A, one crash, they looked into it, then the other one, I think it was like in Ethiopia, they shut the whole thing down. They said, that's it. So are you calling this incident a plane crash? No, what I'm saying is the standard has to be that. You can't be playing the odds and say, well, 95% of the time, they don't kill you. That's not the standard. You shouldn't be killing anybody unless your life is in danger. You know, we all talk about making changes from the top down and stuff like that. And I really feel the changes have to be made from the bottom up. So when you talk about systemic racism, right, because this is the phrase that's been thrown around, especially since George Floyd, you know, everything happened with him. This is the thing that's been passed around. And I feel like the cops you have, the government officials, people that are, I don't want to say enabling, but kind of perpetuating this type of systemic racism, this behavior indicative of that, it's a reflection of poverty on a majority of the citizens. If, if, if citizens weren't kind of taking part, if they weren't guilty and culpable in this systemic racism, you know, the public officials that are elected and the people, the authoritative figures, I don't think they it would be as representative of that. But the people, a majority of people probably don't feel as bothered and moved as the black community do. I'm talking white Americans. So the people above them, why would they change their behavior? Right. It's, they're, they're indifferent to it. It's like, that's not my problem. They must have deserved it. Moving on. And they go about their life. I think people are not just sitting there like hating. They're just like, it no, they're not, to but me. they're being indifferent. And some are hating though, but the indifference is not as strong as the hate, right? People that are more vociferous in their opinion. I think indifference is worse than hate because there aren't going to be hateful people. Most people are indifferent and they're letting the few hateful people get away with these things we we can kind of move on from this right because let's be honest here right we could do a whole podcast two three podcasts on this the whole everything right the history of oppression and everything which you know we would love to talk about it's important stuff but people come here for a little levity right we want to bring people a little humor or at least you know bring people back to reality a little bit right uh you, you want us to dance for the man <laughs> no dancing <laughs> for the man here but I want to I want to put a, a a pin in this particular topic, right? But I'm going to give you guys both black men in America a chance to have just some final words on just quick couple sentences, overall thoughts on what happened and how you feel. 
the big takeaway is what I realized is that there is an empathy gap. I always say this, like racism obviously is the platform that this empathy gap shows itself. But the people who are on the other side of this, who don't see the problem, like why do they resist? Like they're always kind of fixated on why didn't you just do what? Or they fixate on they were a criminal. Right. They, they were, did, yeah, 10 years ago. to quote unquote, right, right. imply that they deserve so it. So the way that I say it is like there's, there's an empathy gap. And, and the reason why you notice that is when somebody does something wrong. So the, the kid who shot and killed two people, right? He crossed state lines, killed two the people. The young white male with the yeah, rifle walking right. through the street. Kyle Rittenhouse. Who literally tried to surrender to the police. And the police did not receive him as a threat. Even while people were yelling, that's the guy, get him. Mm-hmm. They eventually arrest him a couple of days later, peacefully. They didn't storm into his house. They didn't kill his folks or anything. Very smooth because he's not a threat. He may have done something wrong, as in kill two people, but they probably called right. him on a cell. Hey, are, are you are you home right now? Right. We're yeah. So yeah, home. like when do you want to come in after lunch or before? So empathy there, right? Because because a lot of people, if you go online, a lot of people say Mate, it's wrong that it happened, but he was in self defense. He was trying to protect property. People extend empathy to property. All this property rights stuff. Property yep. is important, but people over property always. And if you can't do the math on that, you're on the wrong side of it, right? So this kid had such affinity for this inanimate object, this property that someone else owns, that they felt compelled again to 30 minutes or 30 miles crossing state lines to stand in front with a gun to protect a building that they don't own because they have connection to that. But when it comes to this, who the fuck is this person, right? So there's this empathy gap where they don't see it. And if they know somebody, like if somebody knows me personally, they'd be cool with me. But generally speaking, there is that gap. How do you close that gap? Exposure. Like you just need to be, people are living in their own world, right? A lot of, a lot of black people live and hang up with their own a lot, a lot, and they're a lot way more white people, right? And they probably hang in the same circles, right? Their whole life, their experience of black people are either in, in, in culture, like uh, sports, uh, music, things like that. But other than that, there's not a lot of exposure. The young generation seems to be on a better footing than the past. That's basically, I think, until that is fixed, all the other stuff is not going to get fixed. Uh, so I'll hand it to Binyam. Yeah, Binyam. So you're a black man in America, right? Your your views and opinions may be a, less timid than the hamsters, but you know, go ahead. You know, have a I have mean, have a minute I, here. I, I think it's I think it's a very simple like it's economic pressure. Like you have to because no one unless it hurts them in the pockets, no one's going to care. No change is going to come of it. So um, if you want to make change, you have to put economic pressure on those institutions that are oppressing, you know, and that could be, you know, uh, not watching certain networks, not shopping at certain stores, not, you know, like when you, the more you, you know, because for example, I'll give you a good example, Starbucks, right? Uh, A few weeks ago, I think somebody wore, one of the employees wore like a Black Lives Matter face mask. Yeah, they got, they got terminated, right? Yeah, and then then and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we 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 didn't let you do it because we want to give your own. So it's like now when you go to Starbucks, it's like all this Black Lives Matter stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> so because it was because because the economic pressure was too much, you know what I mean? So they had to like get in front of it. it was like, well, what we what we what we meant was we're gonna provide it for you. Right. We so, fired so, you because we're gonna provide it for you. Like it's a very simple thing. It's very right. black and white. Right. Economic pressure. If there's no economic pressure, you're going to continue to see people killing. You're going to continue to see all this stuff happen. That's just the way I feel about it. 
Okay, well, that kind of helps us segue a little bit into the next topic, right? So, you know, um, the NBA, right? The NBA was kind of the first ones that, you know, kind of to make a statement here in the sports world. Pretty much in the entertainment world, I would say. I guess there's not much entertainment going right. on. Right. They're the only ones that are in business. Uh, yesterday, Wednesday, there were, I believe, three game five scheduled in the NBA playoffs, okay? The bubble restarted. You know, they're, they're back. The season has been heating up, right? This last weekend was crazy. Amazing games. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, without any word, or warning even Woj your boy Woj didn't have advanced notice no Woj bomb no Woj bomb they didn't even inform the NBA the Milwaukee Bucks boycotted the game they their game against the Magic they just didn't show up and they didn't give any advanced warning to the NBA to the Magic and then after that everybody was kind of in scramble mode and what ended up happening was the rest of the teams the other four teams that were playing the other two games they also you know boycotted and Adam Silver said, nope, no more games today. And then there was talk this morning that the players were thinking about possibly boycotting the whole season. Right, basically just ending the season. Yeah, there was talk about this. And they had a players-only meeting. And the Lakers and the Clippers, believe it or not, the two front-running championship contenders, were the two teams that voted to right. stop the season. Right. Everybody else said, we'll continue. But the two teams with the highest odds said, nope, we'd rather walk out on the season. Long story short, the players came to some type of agreement. They said, you know what? We can have more change and be in more effect by playing out the season, right? So they're going to continue probably this weekend. I think they're going to continue the game Saturday and Sunday that were not played yesterday and today and potentially Friday. Uh, but also some of the other leagues, surprisingly enough, Major League canceled three games yesterday. They canceled another, what, six or seven today. Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, WNBA, uh, the NHL postponed a couple of their games. So, you know, I'm hearing a lot. What I'm hearing in the media a lot is two trains of thought. First train of thought people say is, wow, what an amazing statement. The fact that, that this has never been done in the NBA, nobody's ever a boycott a game. It's never happened. I think it happened one time before, but for the most part, it hasn't. And then there's other school of thought that people are like, what's the point? They, they're going to play. They're going to resume the season anyway. This was a stupid stand. Like, what was the point of the statement if you're just going to play again? So, w w Ham, what's your thought on that? What, what, did this statement matter? Yes. Okay. So there are a lot of people that are making that second argument in bad faith because they want to just sweep this under the rug, right? So anytime somebody raises this issue, they will try to undermine them. It doesn't matter. You're doing it to showboat. You're doing some sort of virtue signaling thing. And what I think, I mean, I, mean, I could be wrong. My thinking is it was a mixture of things. One, these players are playing in a bubble, right? They're away from their family. They're away from friends. They're isolated, right? You can talk about how much money they make. Isolation is isolation, right? They're playing in front of empty arenas where they're piping in artificial noise just to make it look normal. But it's not normal. They have draped them with pre-approved messages. Yeah, somebody made a good point to me. They were like, if it's a pre-approved message, is it really a boycott? Like, what are you, are you really protesting? Well, I mean, so it's a pre-approved, like, free speech, what I was calling, right? But the reason why they did that is because they wanted to get in front of, they don't want somebody to show up with a free Hong Kong and the Chinese government piss, you know, so. So they're like freedom within a limit, right? Yeah. They're thinking that Kyrie Irving was thinking, why are we even having a season, right? So they're there. There's a player that's saying that this is not wise. They think they're doing all this, right? The, the, the NBA has embraced the message of Black Lives Matter and all of these things, the quality. They're playing. And then the same thing is happening on their TV. So what do you think about the what is your direct answer to the people that say, you know what, they're not going to they're they're not actually creating any real right, immediate right. change. Right. So, so what's what, the point of the right. statement? So that's what I was getting at. So so 
it's kind of a, a long build up to the point. So when this happens, I can I think that there was a lot of frustration. Like, what are we doing here? So them stopping right the Bucks because there was talk about other teams doing it also, mm-hmm. but fittingly the Bucks, Milwaukee, not too far from Kenosha, they just said no, right? So I think it was more just like a expression of anger and frustration, like. This is not like, oh, tomorrow they're going to fix everything, right? Yeah. And it's like, if you're going to set that standard, yeah, it didn't do anything. But this is just a testament to say, this is fucked up. We're not just going to just dance for you, right? While all this stuff is happening. Does it dilute the emphasis of the statement if they come back the next day and say, you know, we're still going to play? They were always going to come back. Because the thing is, first of all, them not playing forever wouldn't change anything. So... I think it's like a symbolic statement. Like this is important. This is how seriously we're taking it. That we, I mean, we're going to lose money. We're not just doing this just for shits and giggles. We're willing to lose money and lose viewers because this is that important, right? So they slept on it. They talked it through, and and they realized that big picture, we can channel this frustration in a more constructive way. It won't do any good to like ruin all of these players. I mean, I mean, everybody's not LeBron. I want to, so. I want to kind of piggyback off of your statement. I think it's there is a, some of it, and I'm going to go back to my whole economics, right? So that's how I feel about it, um, because if it if it doesn't affect you financially, they don't care. So. I think that you're right, it is symbolic, but I think on top of the symbolism, imagine the, the, the point was, okay, so let's say that night you had you know, sponsorship from KFC, Puma, and Nike, okay? Um, and they plan to run their commercials and then all of a sudden there's no game, right? So now Puma, Nike, and KFC um, may not be as interested to pay top dollar to be in that eight o'clock slot anymore right so be so so now that 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 nba has a little bit less value so now because it has less value it hits them in the pocket so now the nba and all these other companies are forced to say okay well racism is bad for business you get what i mean so yet on top of the symbolism economically that one night that one night because you remember like uh, i think they said like july 7th which was my birthday, by the way. But, um, you know, apparently there was like this big thing on, on social media that said, you know, like all people of color, if you didn't spend anything that whole day, it would affect the economy by like one trillion dollars. Right. One trillion dollars. So, yeah, the symbolism is there, but also economically, if you have like five nights of those, can you imagine how, how much that would impact sponsorship? Did you get the memo in? Refrain from eating out on your birthday or getting any takeout. <laughs> so why are they gonna be seven seven? There's 365 days. You pick my fucking day. <laughs> but you know, to, to to add to to just kind of add to your point. I ate out, that, man. I'm not <laughs> I ate out. That's what happened with the Redskins, right? The Redskins eventually caved because there was enough pressure on all the sponsors. But for how many? You, you right. It took like, a so long time. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like any time, any time you have resolution. It's because of economic pressure, not because they care or, oh, that was good symbolism. It's like, no, well, you know, I guess racism is bad for business. You know what I mean? So let me just go ahead and just kind of. Right. That's what happened with uh, the Montgomery bus boycott, right? Basically, they were saying, look, we'll take your money, but you got to sit in the back, right? So they said, you know what? Why don't we just walk? Why don't we like carpool? Let's just bleed them dry. And then if they don't care about us as people, they'll care about our money. And then, so yeah, I think there, there, there's some precedent, there's some other examples of this where, where it would apply. We're right, right? We all know that, right? And I was being devil's advocate a little bit when I was asking you about the contrarian opinion, right? I agree with you guys, right? To me, a statement is a statement. Change is change no matter how 
quick it is, no matter how long it is. Like, I look at it this way. If you feel wronged by somebody, whether you standing up and making a statement changes anything or not, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It matters that you stood up, right? And you expressed your opinion, right. you know, like a, you know, to be on a lighter note, like, you know, if Chick-fil-A shorts you a sauce or two. Yes. There has a, to be cost. There's yep. a principle. Yeah, there has now, to be a cost. Now, you refusing to eat there, they don't care. They're not missing your business. No. They do not care. But it wasn't for, for them. It was for me. Exactly. Yeah. So for you, you chose to make a statement right. and that helped you express your opinion and it and didn't I, matter. Yeah. And now I stopped going there. So Yeah. So what's, what's wrong? Like, I, my opinion is I agree with you guys. Like, what's wrong? The players wanted to come out and they wanted to express their opinion. But the funny thing is, because I just want to just kind of add one thing. It's, it's always funny how, like, it's okay to express your opinion. Until it like it, if if it, if it starts impacting me too much, okay, now you take it too far. <laughs> a little less <laughs> of that, yeah. <laughs> Perhaps like, you should. Yeah, yeah. You take it a little That's too far. <laughs> okay, protest one day, but right. not five. You also, know, and I, you know, <laughs> I will say a lot of the, the the contrarian point you're making that a lot of people are making sincerely. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're sincere. Basically, they're just saying I don't want to hear this shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so basically, like, I don't want to like they, they come up with all these things that oh, this person did something a long time ago. Basically, these are just like trying to change the subject instead of just saying like this is the problem let's figure out a way to fix it you know and it didn't have to be like a economics like economic sanction just imagine you're i'm okay i'm not going to associate all racist or people that believe uh that uh you know black athletes black people in general should be oppressed with trump supporters but i will say that when kaepernick took a knee i remember so many people especially NFL fans that, you know, majority were older white males. Set in their ways. Yeah, were adamant on how much of a disgrace this was, right? Just a guy taking a knee. No play was stopped. Nothing was desecrated. Well, in their mind, the flag was desecrated, but nothing was actually physically desecrated, and yet they had an uproar. So I wonder those same people, what are they thinking about the fact that, oh, these guys are choosing not to play? I mean, I've heard some people say, hey, man, they get paid. They should be playing. I mean, I'll be I'll be honest with you, man. Drew Brees, man, you guys know, like, you know, we've been friends since we were like in elementary school. So you know from I've been a big Drew Brees fan. Like I've you know, I've loved Drew Brees. Like that was my boy. Second you most know, handsome quarterback, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we have to make that public. But um Yeah, so so I've always been a big fan of him and I think a few months ago when he made that statement about the flag and, and, and the kneeling, like I that just kinda turned me off because it, you know, Drew Brees, apparently, like, when I kind of read his background a little bit, he came from a very privileged background, you know. Um, Privilege and Christian, up, yeah. Yeah, he's very Christian and, 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 and you know, all this stuff. Um, and that just turned me off big time because I'm like, yo, like, you're playing with these guys for, like, 20 years, 30 years. That means this whole time you probably saw them as, oh, yeah, they're inferior people. I, I just need them to get my goal accomplished, which is to hit whatever, you know, throwing goal or whatever it is, passing ratings or whatever. So it's like that turned me off because that said more so about that said more so about his character and his inability to connect, you know. Yeah, you're right. I think the re- the reason why there was such a strong reaction against that is because a lot of people were like, you've been with us for all these years and you still right. don't get it. Do you think that when he made his apology, did that clean anything up for you? Or do you think like it revealed his... No, I mean, no, no, come on. I mean, Because it seemed like he, he was kind of clean. sincere. I mean, like, hey, man, I, like... I'm an idiot. I fucked up. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, I, I, I get it. I get it. But, you know, your first reaction is usually your, 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 your true reaction. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's usually how you really feel. Right. You know what I mean? You can clean. You know, once you start losing sponsorship, I'm going to apologize. Right, yeah. Well, that, did I say that? My bad. <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't mean it, man. Hey, man. I, oh, I love KFC. <laughs> People later in life do not change. So just because you have exposure to a minority group or uh, a group, a faction of people that are different than you mm-hmm. later in life, you're probably not going to change what's embedded but this guy's been in your DNA. Playing football since he was like how old? Like, it doesn't this matter. Guy had to be playing football since Pee Wee League. You know what I mean? Like, you know. So, so that means since back then he's like, oh yeah, you know, Ron Ron. You know, Ron Ron. Ron Ron is uh, he's one of those. You know, like it's always well, I, that I, thought I, has always. I think been it was basically like he grew up basically. It's almost like idol worshiping the flag, right? So I think right. he's like just like hardwired to think that's off bounds. You can like protest in every other way, but there can't be any issue directed toward the flag because I think he just grew up in that world where the red, white, and blue, blah, 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 right? I think he's just kind of from that world. I mean, yeah, they hang together in the locker room, but at home and at the country clubs, it's not, he's not hanging out with them. Hey, with that being said, I just want to invite Drew Brees on the show <laughs> and uh, explain your point. Saga. <laughs> I want to hear what you got to say. I do want to make a distinction, right? I think it's okay to be uncomfortable with people of a different ethnicity than you, right? That's very normal. I don't think just because you're uncomfortable around certain people means you're a racist, right? And that also will lead to sometimes you being confused and misunderstood. And like you said, there's an empathy gap. You won't get it, right? Because you're not necessarily comfortable around them all the time because you didn't grow up in that environment. So I don't think Drew Brees is like a racist or anything. I just think he just. Oh, I didn't say he was a racist. I just I'm. Just yeah, I just that was the public. That, that was a lot of the public you know, opinion. He didn't get. It took him that long to, or like he had to. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. It was like okay, it's like when the Donald Sterling thing happened. I'm not comparing the two, but it was kind of like, what do you expect an older white male in his 70s that grew up back in the days to say like based on his previous history already? Like, well, are we should be surprised? Right. And Drew Brees, yeah, I was mildly surprised, but he didn't say anything like crazy racist he just kind of uh, misconstrued the conversation which led to a lot of people being frustrated so i think so the the i think this was all just a coincidence but i, I read somewhere where four years ago august 26th was when kneecap took the knee kneecap right. kaepernick right. took and the knee right is, and yeah, then yeah. the day of uh, all the sports kind of shut it down for yeah. a day was the same day four years later i think the public opinion has shifted that's why like Drew Brees could have said that four years ago yeah, and it would have been it no issue. Yeah, definitely. But now I think a lot more people in a lot of the polling shows that there, there's a little why more is sympathy. That? Why because is that? Of, yeah, it's riding. Riding. What, what does riding do? Decrease I, I, value. I, I mean, impact economically. Do you think it was the riding you, you or hit just him in the, the pocket? Then that's the thing. Oh yeah, we have to change this. I think honestly, the best thing that could have happened, the best thing for this progress, has been the fact that the NBA stood up. Because let's be honest here, the NFL they. We'll see, right? We'll oh, see. NFL, we'll, we'll, NFL is, I don't uh, even know man, if they made dude, a statement like on I, this, really, but like I, I stopped watching the NFL. Like I think since I left uh, Atlanta, I left I for principle, or does he just don't like the sport? Well, no, I, I I love football. Like we grew. I mean, come on, we grew up like we watched. That was like our every Sunday. Is thing. it because of you the cap, I mean? the Kaepernick thing? Well, I kind of ran out of. I, you know, I got busy a little bit. <laughs> right. But then okay. Once I had once I got free and I was able to watch it. Like after the whole cap thing, I was like, man, I'm not gonna watch this anymore. Because right. why? Where's like for example the NBA? Adam Silver and and the NBA. I think they've been very progressive, and I think anytime that you're progressive, you're gonna be you take a hit you take a hit faster, but you also come up in revenue much faster. Well, the most you know the most reliable source of information, Wikipedia. I looked earlier too, because I was curious. My hunch was that the NBA's demographic is 
largely yeah oh yeah largely minority driven yeah. right that was my hunch yeah. okay and then yeah. my hunch is that the nfl is largely not minority driven right, right? okay right. so just as a pedantic argument here you can't largely be a minority right but go ahead the, yeah. yeah okay <laughs> whatever like a double negative but i think i read something like 66 percent of the nba fan base demographic as of like three four years ago was of a racial or ethnic minority group, right? So that means a lar a big chunk right. of them were non-white fans. And younger. And younger. NFL, I didn't I couldn't find any demographics. So but NFL I'm sure it's largely the opposite. So if oh, you, yeah. so oh, yeah. I'm not saying that Adam Silver did Jerry that. Jones man, Jerry Jones had a plantation back in the day, man. <laughs> <laughs> Work hard, not make enough money. We need bigger seats. Two thousand years from now. Well, let, 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 let's be honest, though, right? The uh, the NBA, it was a. I don't want to say they had to make this as a business decision too. Yeah. A majority of their fans are younger right. and minority, so for them to come out and make this blanket statement that we are for Black Lives and everything, it was the right move. What a low bar, by the way. You're for Black Lives. That's. <laughs> But the NFL, the NFL would never do it. I can see the research. Let's let's run the numbers here. So how how many people buy Nike? Eighty nine. Well, oh yeah, all black lives. Yeah, that's black lives. Matter. <laughs> it's like it's it's. Goodell, going back to the uh, to to the shifting in public opinion. Goodell, I mean, it's easy for him to say now. Now the Kaepernick is out of the league, but he's like, I was wrong on that. Yeah, right? four years later, when he has really literally nothing else to say, but right? That, what else can you okay, say? Okay, so he can't say anything about it because he's being attacked. One thing, I don't like that guy. I don't like. Him. <laughs> I've, I've never. Nobody like, likes yeah, him. Does he, just, he, he makes seems a lot like a, of money? Like a greasy, grimy, just like sleazeball like he seems like just such a you know shrewd and just like he doesn't care like he has no like you know what i mean so with him um i think that you know the 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 ratings have gone down year after year in the nfl uh you know then you have he had he had the whole debacle with uh, the kneeling he had people kneeling and then he had uh you know he was saying that you could then you couldn't then you know he, he and, like, and the president so was on his ass, but i think yeah. it was all like he would do one thing and then the, the 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 ratings or money would would go in his favor and then he supported it but then then when he started seeing a backlash from that then he kind of like turned back on it like i don't think he has any it's not a yeah i don't think it's a responsive like this is morally right this is what's well, I'm, I'm going to disagree with that. I think the ratings had nothing to do with Goodell. Basically, the ratings had to do with Kaepernick. Uh, there were a lot of fans that tuned out. After Kaepernick, people started kneeling. There On were... the other side of it, right? Like, Binyam is like, fuck it, because how they treated him. But yeah. a lot of people yeah. oh, so many, stopped watching. Uh, enough, enough, and I'll tell you, this is true. Enough uh, people tuned out and didn't watch it. The NFL was scared. But I think, but I think that's the difference between the the NFL and the NBA. So I think the NFL was wishy washy, whereas the NBA was decisive. The the NBA said, you know what, we're gonna, you know, it's gonna hit us soon. It's gonna hit us right now, but we're gonna stick. With but here's it the point I'm making. Here's the point I'm making. You're, you're right, but I'm also saying, and I'm not trying to be um, pessimistic about this or cynical about this, but the NBA has to do something because a majority of their fan base is minority based okay that is how it is and so not only do they have to do the right thing because it makes sense just from a hum humanistic standpoint but it makes sense business wise whereas the nfl i, I i'm not going to guarantee this but i could strongly say that they're not going to come out with any type of blanket statement i don't think they're going to cancel games i don't think they're going to do anything because their fan base is not predominantly minority so if they did something like this i guarantee if the nfl canceled one game just not even a weekend, one game, there would be an uproar like you would have never but seen But I mean, before. if the players leave, it's not up to Goodell 
if, if the players just don't dress up, there's nothing you can do. But what, you, what you're hearing about the NBA is a lot of positive interaction with people saying, oh, that's really great they did it. Because there isn't, I don't think the intersection of a Trump supporter, I hate to blanket statement that, and the NBA fan is that big. There's not that big of an intersection. So there, a lot of these people are probably like, whatever, we don't care about the NBA. Right. It was better when Larry Bird was there, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> why why got to be Larry Bird? Man, I had a guy argue with me that they're so selfish these days. It was so better in the 80s. And I, and I tell him, hey, man, do you know the whole point of basketball now is spread uh, spread offense they shoot so many threes they pass the ball there's no hero ball yeah the guy didn't want to hear it but yeah. my point is if it happened to the nfl then people would be like oh hell no it's like taking guns away from the american right. citizens right we saw this in college football we talked about right. it last episode coronavirus right. acc sec doesn't want to relent people will go crazy but the nfl is down the middle ideologically like college football skews very heavy on the right so you think the NFL is going to make do anything? If uh, the Detroit Lions, if enough of them say we don't want to play, there's nothing anybody can do. But I don't think you're going to get that because the rosters are not as predominantly African American as in the, the NBA. NFL. Not as in the NBA. There's like, I mean, yeah, not as, as but there's like 60 to 70 percent are black. In, in yeah, the but NFL. you haven't even had one quarterback, prominent quarterback, come out in the last four years in favor of Black Lives Matter or anything. Out of all the teams, one white Man, quarterback. The, the NFL, the NFL is a plantation. I mean, I'm sorry, like. If you if you saw even when you see how they work out like you see how they work out for the combines right. you know what I mean yeah but college football makes more sense to what you're saying because they don't get paid right you can stay in the dorms and you'll play so like college football is closer to that NFL at least they get paid the they have a union NFL is not guaranteed contracts right all the all but the they're getting world. money I mean the closest thing to what uh, Benjamin is saying is like we'll give you food. We'll give you a dorm. We'll do you make think the NFL is going to do something of this nature? Whether yes, it's the players yeah. or driven the, every, by the yeah, union or the owners? They're, they're going to make a big thing, right? They're but gonna, they're, they're not going to boycott a game, right? I, I don't see the NFL doing this. I, I, I think the NFL, they're, they're, there's going to be maybe like 10 players that kneel, and then it's going to be a big yeah. uproar. They're going to find them. They're going to put pressure. There's going to be a few grumpy players that go, man, you can't do that, right. man. Dude. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, everybody's playing. Everybody else will fall in line? The NFL, the spirit of the NFL is one of, uh, it's it's a plantation mentality. It, like, yeah. the owners are, you know. It's basically you're replaceable uh, in the NFL. Like, you can't replace exactly, LeBron exactly. and Kawhi and Yeah, and I mean, Giannis. Man, LeBron, man, first of all, LeBron, I love his voice. Like, he... He, 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 okay, that's one thing I have to say that, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I think that the greatest basketball player ever is Michael Jordan. I'll give him credit for that. But I don't like Michael Jordan because I don't think that, yeah, I don't, I, I don't like, Even I don't Republicans like buy shoes, for, man. <laughs> No, no, I don't like him because, one, like, I, he just, one, he doesn't do anything for the community. Two, when anything bad happens, he just stays silent. And to have a, a platform that big, you know, and not saying anything. He did announce after the Joy Floyd recently, killing. Recently, he was going to donate. He's having a midlife crisis, right? He's, he's <laughs> well, come He'll, on. Still, he's donating millions, millions of dollars. Get out of here. He's a loser. So you like LeBron because, like, he actually uses his his so, position. So, so, so the thing is, it's it's all about like when you die, when you leave Earth. Like LeBron, he's a great basketball player, um, but I think that, and, and he that's what he's known for. But I think when it's all said and done, he's probably going to be even. He might. He may be. And I'm, this is maybe a reach, but he may be better known for his activism than his career, which is like remarkable because he can be impacted by. I mean, although he's at a point where he's, I'm sure financially, he's even oh, yeah. said it before. Yeah. Like he's set, he's like he's set right. for yeah. life. But still, like 
the fact that he is willing to even even now like i mean even last night he was coming out speaking out about it to 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 lend his voice and say look this is something that's important he's like uh what like a million dollar voter registration um campaign that he has going or whatever but anyway the fact that he's using his platform to like say okay this is wrong and we should stand up for this i respect that as opposed to someone like michael jordan you know who has had this platform for so long and i think now it's just that he's cool with a lot of these these younger nba players and he's seeing that you know these kids are speaking out and there's nothing happening he's like oh he's being a follower like i think there's a there's some of it where lebron and all these other guys that are speaking up are influencing him do you think let me ask you something do you think that the environment now it's a little bit more friendly for somebody like lebron to take this position than in the 80s and 90s for MJ to have done it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there's definitely some of that too, but I think there's also some of it where it's like MJ is more so like even if he even even back in the day, even if he didn't he okay, there was there is a part of it where the culture doesn't allow you to speak back then, right? But he could have done things. He 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 could have done I don't know, like he could have set up gyms, which I think he has a gym or something now. But there's more that he could have done so much more for the youth of Chicago. Like he could have, he he could have, he could have said, you know what? Like in a like for example, O.J. Simpson reminds me of the current O.J. Simpson is the guy who killed two people. Well, I mean, the no, no, but, but back in the day, O.J. Simpson was like, I mean, I mean, if you polished, the, he yeah. was the guy, yeah. man. O.J. was the man. He was oh man. Yeah, those he hurts was, commercials. Yeah, hurts. I mean, the guy was just he was movies. Like the guy was just. Uh, and Michael Jordan was the current, you know, like in the 80s, 90s version of OJ. Like he was powerful. He he was the president was cool with them. Like this guy was just and he was like, I don't want anything to do with that. That's that's basically he's like, I don't like the expression is I don't want to fuck up my money. Right. Isn't that what they people right, say? Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, and it's making money. Like, I don't want to screw that up. At some point you have to say, all right, well, I've had enough money. So even even if I don't get any more sponsorships, the right thing to do is like because, you know, I'm I, at some point, you know, I could have been that guy. I could have been the guy that was was and, and, and a lot of and the, and the sad part about it is like the people that are poor or that are underserved are are, are, are led there. You know, and there's a lot of things that go into that. You can you can make an argument. Oh well, they chose to be poor, or whatever it is that you say. But at the end of the day, what, what, there are people who that, that. But yeah, are, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, but, but I'm saying like there's circumstances. You know, it's right. everything is unique. But what I'm saying is like, you know, because think about it. Like we came from, you know, our parents came from a different country, and we could have been bums too. But we but, were luckily we were we had we had parents that were foreign and said, okay, no, no, you're gonna do this. You know, where certain people don't have that. Like they have uncles that were misguided and you know whatever and so they are also doing the wrong thing so instead of like just saying hey you know what like i know that you know maybe you've been misguided so let me set up something where you can be productive let me let me show you that there's something you know what I mean? like, right. show, like, show like, the way yeah right like right, right. The so environment. Like, you know, to much to, yeah. to whom much is given much is owed right. you know uh much is expected yeah. it's the same thing like yeah. how are you gonna have all that and do nothing and then all of a sudden well i, th- I think that was wrong like but get out of here bye bye well, regardless, right, he did something. So, you know, I think it's kind of indicative of how, how you know, I guess uh, hot the climate is right now that even Jordan, who all these years removed from kind of not doing enough underserving in some people's mind, the black community, even he stepped up, right, and donated, I yeah. think, millions of dollars to the Black Lives Matter movement. So, like, you know, stuff is happening. Change is happening slowly. And, yes, I think the NBA players of today, you, we can go back to Trayvon Martin, right, when the Heat came out and had a hoodie on and kind of came in uh, support of Trayvon Martin. The NBA is way more progressive than it used to be. And I think that's why— I was, You ain't going to catch me 
ain't no J's, boy. I tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you could afford them. <laughs> and I'm too cheap yeah. to buy some J's, but that's a whole different topic. <laughs> I, I know this is a, we've been talking about some sensitive stuff here, but do we want to go on a lighter note and maybe, well, what if we finish on this? A, a quick little, uh, a, a little trivia, right? So we're going to do a little, uh, this made up thing that I have. So it's called, Binyam, Urban. it's called, is this... A little-known fact or a little-known fiction, right? So it's either something that is not true at all that I just totally made up, or like a little-known fact, like a little factoid, right? So for first first case, so Soho is south of Houston, right? Sobe, these are yes, South Beach, South Sobe, Beach, right? Okay. So is it a little-known fact or a little-known fiction that hobo is a mixture of homeless and bo? Little-known fiction. Little-known fiction. What do you think? Do you think I just made that up or it's is that two on true? the nose? I, I, I would say, I would say, uh, I would say fact, maybe. Okay, so it's totally made up. I knew it. One more. All right. The state of Oregon out west. Now this part, I'm going to, the, the first part is true, right? So you don't have to guess on this one. It is a state, correct? It is a state. Back when it became a state, it was a territory. And when it became a state, they excluded all black people. You can't come here. It was an all-white state, right? If you look at the letters of Oregon, yes, it's an anagram for Negro Zero. If you spell it the right oh, way. An anagram, yes. An anagram, yes. Yeah. Okay. So if you take the letters and one of the O's is a zero, it's going to be Negro Zero. Is that a little-known fact or a little-known fiction? Yo, that would be messed up if that's fact because I've wanted to go to Oregon for a while. I mean, the, like, the part go. about all white is true, true, right? So that's not even part of it. So think about that. It's got to be a little known fact because I don't think you'd give us two fictions. <laughs> what do you think? I would go with fact too. It is totally made up. Uh, <laughs> I knew it was made up, but I figured you're going to try to get us with one real one. Uh, yeah. You got a zig and then you got a zag. So yeah, that was... Uh, what kind of diabolical <laughs> mind do you have to come up with an anagram of a state like that? What well, can you come up with the oh, Georgia? Oh, you know, one more, one more. Uh, all right, so. Pop quiz. O.J. Simpson, you know, Binion brought him up, right? So Binion brought it up. When he got, when the little thing happened with the double murder, right? And O.J.'s a man, right. though. Um, yeah, all right. I'd buy some O.J. shoes. So, <laughs> wait, did he have shoes? Uh, remember, you know, because, <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying if he had some, I'd oh, probably okay. buy Yo, his, re- his views do not reflect the views of the podcast. <laughs> all right. O.J. Simpson is accused of killing his ex-wife and the waiter who was at his ex-wife's place right so he worked he and the lawyers work out a deal where he'll turn himself in right okay so he's a celebrity he's oj he's a juice right so yeah. you know like he always said i'm not black i'm, o- I'm oj right so he doesn't show up and he wants to kill himself right so he writes a suicide note and he is basically near illiterate but the news they cleaned up to make it into a or more like poetic, more... No, like a grammar. He, okay. Is he really... I thought he was like a well-polished... This is... Is that a little-known oh. fact... That he's illiterate? That he's near illiterate, and the media cleaned up the language, the grammar, and the syntax, so it reads like it's I want to say fiction, but man, this guy was so powerful back in the day, man. I, I, did you watch that FX documentary? The, 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 the people were slow the man. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you had it good. Why'd you have to kill somebody? I, I don't know. Why, I mean, why does like, anybody look, famous... Even when I was a kid, I knew he did it. I knew he did it back in the day. (laughs) 
It was too obvious. Like, who else did it, right? And also, like, come on. You speak about his shoes. He had, like, very specialized, because he was, like, a size 12, and he was wearing expensive shoes. So, in the civil yeah, so, trial. So the, yeah, in the gloves, I forget there's a company that is, it was, like, a really expensive. Yeah, it was, like, Italian uh, gloves, right? Or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was, like, yeah. I was, like, I was, like yeah. well, sponsorship. Why would you? That company, it's, it's such a weird way. thing to kill somebody with. Let me let me put on my <laughs> expensive my gloves. gloves. <laughs> you don't want your fingerprints on anything. But just yeah. some cheaper gloves. Have about murdering anyone here? But we're thinking, if you get, like, very specialized gloves, they're gonna tie it to you if you just some. Why am I giving advice on how to kill people? <laughs> so go get some gloves from the local Walmart. <laughs> but yeah, like get it left. to where it's so generic that you can't pin it on them, you know. But if it's like there's only two hundred of them made in the world and you bought one of them, they got you. You know, this is stupid. You gotta be a smarter killer. So near illiterate O.J. Simpson media cleaned up the language when they gave it to the public to say like this is. I want to say. I want to say that's fiction because he had to read a lot of parts for all those movies that he was trying to get in. So I'm going to assume that he knew how to read. So what was yours? Um, I'm going to guess fiction too. Fiction for you or fact? It's going to be you fact. Know, I fiction, feel it. Fiction. What's that? Fiction. Has to be. True. True. Illiterate meaning yeah. his writing skills were terrible. He was near illiterate. Like he could not, like basically, uh, like uh, correction, it'll be like basically like Collection. phonetically, like, like, like correction oh. or, or suicide, it would be like C S O. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Never mind. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm back on So wait, they cleaned, up the, they cleaned up the language I'm, or I'm, they cleaned up the note? They cleaned up the note. Basically, well, like, they rewrote it? When they announced it in, in print and in the media, they. They didn't. They didn't show. They the didn't. Note. Yeah, didn't show it. They didn't mention so it. So the grammar itself was really bad. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So they made it sound like they it made was it sound like yeah. I'm sorry. I gotta kill myself. But it's like. <laughs> so anyway, that was a lot of fun. That, expl- that, that explains the dumb decision to kill people. Okay. <laughs> all right. So that's all. OJ, I don't come get me. He's free now, man. We gotta be careful. That was I that mean, was good, man. Now. That was those good little random facts there. I like it. I like it. We had this on the show notes, but you know the hamster wanted to overlook this, but we'll talk about it. Over the weekend, I said I think it happened before the weekend. I think it was game three or game four of the Mavs clip series. Montrez Harrell, right, one of the Clippers forwards. He got into an altercation with Luka Doncic, right, who is a, you know, a white European, yeah. right? I guess you, you can call Europeans white, I think. And they got in each other's face, and you could lip read that Montrez Harrell called Luka Doncic a bitch-ass white boy. So my first thought seeing this, hearing about this was like, yeah, so? Like, <laughs> this has been uttered on many a playground, in many a gym, like, I'm sure any white American player, white European player has heard this. Right. So at first, I said, eh, whatever. But... There was a controversy, right? Right, Ham. Tell people there was. I mean, basically, right. So basically, the idea is like, how are you going to have this whole rollout of Black Lives? This equality. Let's all be on the same page. We're all one. And then you shit on the white bitch man. ass little white ass trick ass boy, you know. <laughs> so they're saying like it's not in keeping with the spirit of what we're trying to well, do. Well, let's 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 just dig deeper. <laughs> was he being a little bitch though? <laughs> I haven't seen footage, so I can't really. No, he just got in his face, and Montrez Harrell was like, "Yo, get the fuck out of my face, you bitch ass white boy." Because let's let's be honest, this whole series, Luca's been cooking the Clippers. I'm sure there's a little bit of a animosity there, like, "Yo, I can't believe this white boy, European softy, is cooking us up like this," you know. So, probably- but you know, the thing is, most of the time is like, there's a lot of uh, insults traded back and forth in in sports, right? Especially basketball, right? And so, like. If you t- take it in the spirit that is given, like, is this competitive? Just, you know, if you're fat, they'll point up that out. If you're, like, one of the only white people, they're going to point that out. Yeah. Right? If you're, like, 
some uh, wearing goggles. They're gonna mention your point actor. So whatever off thing you have or unusual thing people will exploit and highlight that what what is acceptable these days right nothing everything is sensitive now can you call someone a bitch bitches on the way out basically it's being phased out you can think it anything homophobic is out anything like racial towards anybody i guess bitch ass white boys like one of the last ones transphobic is done you can't call somebody a tranny the yeah. most famous i remember the most famous incident of bitch that i remember was uh i believe it was the 2016 to 2017 finals when the cleveland cavaliers came back from three to one right lebron led them back to the title in game four of that series the warriors won right they were winning they were up they were going to go up three one in the series and lebron Late in the fourth, they're losing, they're down. Out of frustration, he kind of steps over Draymond Green, right? So Draymond Green kind of gets up and just, you know, punches him in the onions, right? And then, but after, I mean, he, it wasn't, he tried to make it look like yeah, he wasn't. He tried to make it look yeah. like he wasn't, but basically he punched him in the onions, right? Yeah. Which Draymond has a history of doing, whether it's with his foot or his hand. But afterward, they asked LeBron, like, what, what happened there? Why would you step over him? Like, why would you provoke Draymond? And LeBron said, he called me a bitch. And he was like, nobody to my face is going to call me a bitch. <laughs> and I remember, like, I was like, wait, has LeBron, ne LeBron never been called a bitch? Because that's a pretty common insult on the playground. A bitch can't be on its own. You got to dress it up. M massage it. Bitch straight up is like too, like too strong. Like, what are you trying to do, man? Yeah, you got you to gotta treat it. You got to treat it like <laughs> the way women do. <laughs> bitch, you look good. So nothing transphobic, <laughs> nothing homophobic, nothing misogynistic. Right. right. We can't do that. What they should do is, you know how there's pre-approved free speech, like equality and justice? All the players should just say, Silver's like, send me your insults. Like, you know, you goon. You, you no, know. That, that, that's too close to coon. No, you can't say goon. I guess that goon is too no. close. Like, you can't say ninja. You can't say ninja. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking you go. I'm thinking you go to wrestling insults because wrestling has classic insults that are usually gender non-specific, uh, race non-specific. You know. But it's not as cool. You call somebody yeah. a jabroni. <laughs> I was like, what's that? Candy ass. Come on, candy ass, yeah. right? Uh, I believe that The Rock called Vin Diesel a candy ass on Twitter, and that created the whole beef with them but you know you had a kurt angle when they when he would come out right what would the audience say? right you suck <laughs> right you suck so you know but again it, it didn't have enough oomph you know like you can't say maggot because it's too close right what about fuck boy fuck boy is good but could that be could that be misconstrued as a homophobic yeah. thing or something? What if, what if they did have a rotation of words? Are they are they gonna have like a uh, you know how they have racially approved messages for the yeah. bubble? They'll have like approved messages right. that are like yeah. insult, insult approved right. messages. Like, yeah. You can use these, you can this use month these yeah. because we've cleared it right. with society. And, the, and then have a taboo style game. So if you say any taboo word, eh. but they, they should give you a rule like if, if you get uh, <laughs> if you get over fifty points at that point you can say whatever. Yeah, actually, you want. there should be an incentive. Yeah, incentive structure. You know, you can't say anything under. 50 points yeah once you get that 50 piece man yeah. you can say whatever the hell you want for at least two trips down like say whatever the hell you want cook them as you want so something we were going to discuss which uh which is the movie tenet which we've talked about before they released a trailer uh, we're not going to get into it it's kind of I, I didn't see the trailer oh, oh the, yeah. the, the trailer is it's crazy i mean the teaser trailer from months ago i've seen this no, they have an official trailer now. It's crazy. It doesn't explain That's anything. Not, who, who's okay. in that movie again? Tenet. Who, who's in it? It's who's the it Denzel Washington's son. Uh, yeah, I forget kid. his name. From Ballers. John David and Robert Washington. Pattinson's oh, in yeah. there, the next Batman. But The guy a, from Twilight? The guy from Twilight. He's in there, too. But if you, see, <laughs> if you see the trailer, it's crazy. Things are going in reverse, but then things are also going to normal sure. speed. It's crazy. But the whole point is that uh, reviews have leaked out, but everyone's afraid to spoil anything. But half the reviews are like, yo. I didn't understand shit, but it was interesting. And this then is like, in, this is like interstellar. Yeah, this is 
I'm out, man. Whenever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, out, the point out, is we're not going to get into that because yeah. my boy, that right. my boy, the hamster here is thinking about renewing his AMC right. membership. I mean, there hasn't been an outbreak yet. AMC theaters have reopened. So I'm using the guinea pigs. How, how many movies do you watch? I think I've watched like, I think I've been to the movie theater three times in the right, past right. five years. I'm different than that. I watch more often, right? So I didn't want to go early because, you know. By yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost always. Yeah. There's nothing better than going stag <laughs> at a movie theater. Do not listen to Benny and How are you going to go inside a theater oh, when you can't man. speak? With What difference does it make who's there? So we'll, we'll talk about it if I do watch it uh, the next time. Yeah, and maybe I'll come in from a uh, not knowing what the hell is going on perspective, right. and you can... Maybe you can explain I'll it to say me after it, seeing it. It still doesn't make sense. Even after two hours. It's and I'll just, I'll just be from the perspective. Don't watch it. <laughs> it just sounds crazy off the bat. Don't even, don't even give an right. open mind to <laughs> Close it. Close the mind. But I, actually, I like, uh, I like the guy, though. I like Jason. Uh, what's his name? Um, oh, John, Wash- uh, David, Wash- David Denzel Washington. Washington. Yeah. I, like, I like that. Yeah, this will be his like big him. break if enough people see it, which it did release. He was in the Black Clansman. That was yeah, a, he, he, he's getting some breaks. No, he's, he's yeah. pretty. It made a few ballers. It made a few million in South Korea. It's been released there. They still got some South Korea. I mean, they have limitations there too because they've had a mini outbreak again but yeah they, you know some people have seen it so i'm sure we can get the bootleg copy within a week it'll filter to over here but you know i think that'll do it for this show we'll have a little more it'll be a little light more lighthearted. hopefully in a well, few weeks hopefully what are some other tragedy happens in a couple weeks yeah, yeah fingers crossed man people get their shit together and leave the black citizens of this country alone at least for a few weeks yeah. right and we can go back to some normal space seat. it out yeah. yeah thanks for listening everybody talk to y'all later chicka, 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 chicka. Yeah.